Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Hi, Zane. Hello, Zane. Hi, Miranda. Hey, babes. Hi, Julie. And hi, special host, Patrick. Hello. Back again. Regular host, Can't Zane. Can't keep you away. You tried. It was a valiant effort. My door doesn't lock now. Persistence oh, is no. key. What? He broke it down. Oh, of course. We've got a guard dog, though. So naughty. All right, this week... We don't have a special guest. We have our special host, Patrick, back. So I thought that this was a great opportunity to take control of the show. I get to pick a guilty pleasure of mine and you get to listen to it and tell everyone else about it. I have a confession to make. What? I didn't listen to it. What? (laughs) I listened to it twice. I listened. That's and why, because Patrick used up my listen. Have you I heard it before? Listened, no. Nope. Well, a good, a good news because you'll be able to hear my impressions of the entire show. I love your impressions Wonderful. of the entire show. Wonderful. No, not a good enough Miranda. excuse because I listened to half, so there's still half available. <laughs> How have we been friends for so long and you have never listened to this show? Um, Is it because you're a bad friend? Is that why? No. And I you don't support me in my well, life choices? It doesn't. What? Well, I mean, I've only known Zane of a couple of years, and I've—he's told me about this show many times. He's never told me about this. That is that's an outright lie. Yeah, that is an outright lie. lie. (laughs) I feel immediately guilty. We are talking about Xana Don't, a very little-known musical that never quite made it to Broadway, but you know, I love it anyway. It's incessantly upbeat. I've learned a lot about it. I have no shame about liking this musical and everyone can judge me however they like. I stand by it. But before we do that... I mean, we all have a guilty pleasure musical. I'm not guilty, though. Oh, well... This is just a pleasure. uh, You should be. (laughs) (laughs) But before we do that, because Patrick's back, it's now a tradition that we have to go around the table and cast someone else at the table... In a role that we think that they should be in. No, we don't. We we all know each other's dream roles, so but hard. let's pick other people and give them some new dream roles. I just realised I haven't been thinking about it, so you can go last. <laughs> Patrick, would you like to go first? I, I would. Um, and so today, Miranda, may I? May yes, I? please may I? do. Um, so such a gentleman. There's a character that I'd, I'd really love to see you do because I think again you'd. I like giving people characters where they can just go over the top and really they're not even acting anymore. It's a tantrum <laughs> on stage, but that's the fun of it. Um, Sounds good to me. It, it is good. And 
the character I'm on, and I, I can't quite bring the name to my head, but it's from Heather's The Musical, the teacher. <laughs> the, the sort of new wave teacher who decides to get all of the film crews in and start to share and feel their love um, after the suicide of, is it Heather Chandler? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is her name? Uh, she, the actress also often plays um, Martha Dunstock, but I really want... Is this your secret way of casting me as Martha? No, because I don't... <laughs> to be honest... I'm not. You're not a Martha. I'm too old. But you're no, she, she, no doesn't, she doesn't play Dunstock. She plays. Yes, yeah, she mom. does. No, she plays the teacher and Dunstock. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah she does. Not but in I'm, the version because that we that saw. in Heather's, that's yeah, yeah. the role I would want to play. It's a gr- it's a great role. So this teacher. is my gift to you, the teacher. Oh, what is her name? She's got. Sorry. And she's got uh, the song is Shine Your Light. Is it? Yes. And it's such. It's maybe it's one of my favorite songs from Heather's, and that's a great musical. Um, but this character, I think, would just be absolutely fantastic. It's, it's just something else. It's something else. I'm gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to pass the baton to you Sorry, and I'm going to interrupt you in a moment with the name unless someone else has pulled it no, out. No, I, I was like, <laughs> I was busy Googling other things. You are busy Googling other things. That's fine. But, yeah, it's, it's, I think you'd be absolutely wonderful in it and that's why I want to see you. Oh, def- Miss Fleming. Miss Fleming. It's Miss Fleming. I see her as Miss Fleming. Yeah, I, I want to see you as Miss Fleming. Okay, thank you. Do you know the song? Do you know the show? Yeah, yeah, oh, good, yeah. Okay. I saw it off the Broadway. Okay. Yeah. I was going to s- say on the Broadway, but it wasn't. You seem whelmed. It was off. <laughs> <laughs> you could be overwhelmed <laughs> and you could be underwhelmed, but can you just be whelmed? I think you are. But go on. So I would like to give you Miss Fleming. I think you'd be fantastic. Your turn. Thank you. Thank you very much. I uh, will take that. And Top five onstage breakups. What? She's having an affair with the gym teacher and she oh, breaks she up is. with him on stage well, during her song. But, and also it's often played to, the, to an audience member where she yeah. just ditches the gym it's teacher like thing and says, you... I faked it every time. I faked all of my orgasms, <laughs> you're terrible in bed, oh. to a man in the front row. See, it's a I've great never gag. seen that. It's a great I've, gag. I've, watched it tw- I've seen it twice on stage. It's so funny, never she done pulls that. him up so he stands in front of the stage as an audience member and she goes... Oh. I'm breaking it off with you. I faked it every time. You're terrible in bed. The two productions I've seen who omitted that. Yeah, and top five breakups. I'll give you that. It's wonderful. (laughs) Sorry, Miranda. Okay, uh, so I have to do Zane. Again. Um, uh, Anything that Nathan Lane's done? Well, that's what you did last time. So broad, yeah. I tell you what I think would be cute. I think you can play Max in The Sound of Music. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> Uncle Max. Uncle Max. Yep. Yeah. yeah all right. Done. Dusted. A, I've a often been of, accused of being avuncular. A couple of cute songs and some uh, funny quips where you just make a joke, boom, boom, ching, and I know he's a off. fun character. He is fun, but I don't like him. But like, there's something about him that I'm like. He's I also slightly. Terrible. I don't know about. He's you. a bit. There's, yeah. He's dodgy. I think he's you're a bit. Do- he's dodgy as F. You might be a bit um, shy. Like, just saying. Oh, goodness. I mean, that's probably the only role in that show I would like to play. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. For some reason you've always reminded me of, and I can't even remember if this is in the stage show, but the character in Mary Poppins when they all go to his house oh, and drink tea, guy. I love to laugh. It, he, I'm an old British man. What he was my favourite character in Mary Poppins and I, yeah. You are you. You epitomise the joy. Oh, is he it. in the stage show though? No, no. They cut it out. No, uh, something like that is, but no, that scene isn't in it. I think it was okay. going to be difficult to have the children drink the tea and, and then float up, float the up into the air. Well, and they made back that down. guy from So You Think You Can Dance walk along the 
facade. Bert, the character Bert. No, yeah, but the so, guy playing yes, him was, was from So You Think You Can Dance. In and Australia. Like, anyway. All right, well, I'm going to pick Julie. And Beautiful. Julie, you've probably had this before. You're a bit young for it, but I think you would own Madame Tenardier. Just like. Oh, thanks. Straight up. Thanks. Well, okay, so what's just being mimed at me <laughs> is Patrick going, you and me, Tenardier. Could just, you audition and then we can? Or are you going to be like, Welcome the show, sit yourself down and you. make the best innkeeper in town. Yeah, we'll do it. No, it's the going to be great. Be worse, Patrick. It's worse? Yes. Uh, like no, more poorly good. done? Yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, goodness, so we, do we want um, Dick Van to... Dyke as no, no, Bert no, bad no, accent? No, 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 no. Uh, that's one in, of my dream roles. I'd love to see Incorrect. you do doggies. <laughs> Dog. My favourite yeah. song in Les Mis, yes. Dog Eats Dog. Well, for me to get cast, I need a young Tenardier, so. <laughs> and it's like, it's what, it's 1800s France? Yeah. People don't live that long. They would have been young-ish. Yeah, young-ish. Julie, yep. yep. let's we call had, Mr McIntosh. Say we had at like... 16. 14, 15, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're not going <laughs> they to would, ask they for would. your birth certificate. Yeah, yeah they definitely And, were. like, look, I don't look my age. I can, <laughs> my casting age is up. Let's Mine is be too, honest. I, I reckon we could rock it. All right, let's – so, everyone, we're doing it. Enough said. It's okay. happening now. Call Cameron McIntosh. Um, I'm call Robert it. Frost. Get it done. Ooh. Oh, you would also be very good. Could we do alternates? And you could be Miranda's Tenardier. <laughs> uh, Problem solved. I think I'll go Valjean. Thanks. <laughs> I think no, Tenardier I'm is the better be role. Yeah, I'm always the funny well, fat guy, so. Oh. He's not. I he can be. Have. Valjean can be the funny fat guy. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have Patrick to cast. Yes. And I it. have. Oh, you're not giving me Tenardier? Oh, I'm okay. not. Well, I, okay. I am. Now. Thank yeah. you. I am. But um, my other pick is probably not like a great cast. I don't know. I kind of want to see it. I want to see what you do with it. I want to see how. It's probably not a lot. <laughs> oh my god! What is it? What is it? I'm gonna take a little longer now. The suspense is killing me. It's Don Lockwood. Who's that? Singing in the rain. I okay. Confession time. <laughs> I have never seen Singing in the Rain, the film, a production, anything. That's I know. That's a shame. Could you please just move further away from me? <laughs> No, well, Patrick, you're fine. Is it, do uh, the you like stench tap- of your ignorance is <laughs> just permeating my personal space. I'm not good with the old sort of MGM-style musicals. That's okay. Um, the only you. one I know is Seven Brides. For what? Seven Brides. Oh, which I love. love. <laughs> it's so funny. Of all the golden era musicals you could pick. I love Seven Brides. I love Miranda and I both just went, ugh. The look of disgust. All right, before we go any further Don't off look, task, right. movie night. we'll have a break. And we'll come back we'll and talk We'll have a break, Santa. watch Singing in the Rain. Come or Seven, Brad- Seven Brothers, great film. Amazing Raising the Barn dance sequence. It's beautiful. And then we'll talk Santa Dome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Santa Dome, it's a storied production. Oh, I've got, I've got a story to tell. By all means, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to do the history today, ladies and gentlemen. Sit down, relax, close your eyes. If you're in your car, do not close your eyes. Zana- if you're at work, probably don't close your eyes either. It's I'll a do it. Giveaway. Look, I'll allow it. Capitalism is evil. Ditch the system. Oh, my no, God. Wait, Get on with Sorry, it. Okay, um, so 
Xana Don't. The full title is Xana Don't, and then it's subtitled A Fairy Tale Musical. <laughs> um, or perhaps a musical fairy tale. It doesn't matter. Um, so Xana Don't, with the subtitle of A Musical Fairy Tale, is written by Tim Aceto. It could be Akito. It's Aceto. Aceto. Oh, wonderful. Yep. Despacito. Um, uh, with additional lyrics um, and materials by Alexander Dinolaris. Um, now, fun facts. Alexander Dinolaris wrote the book for On Your Feet, the Gloria Estefan musical, and was actually one of the... <laughs> the Gloria Estefan yep. musical. Yes, yep. But was. better yet, he was one of the four winners of the 2014 Best Screenplay Oscar for Birdman. And this is a message for you oh. out there with your eyes closed on the highway. He went from Xana Don't to winning an Oscar for Birdman. It does get better. Your scribbles become masterpieces. It's going to become fantastic. You have you have you have a distance to travel. He did it in ten years. I will say, this is my segment saying. This is my show, Patrick. <laughs> Whoa, everyone, no, calm down. Um, uh, I, I will say, Xanadone is pretty tightly written. It is, um, especially for a one act musical. There's yeah. a lot of story. Only one act, yes, no intermission. It's got a lot of songs over a while. I did listen to the music of Act Two then. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but no, sorry, that was a, that was a little bit of a cheeky beside. But anyway, that was I thought that was really interesting. Like it, he, you yeah. look on this guy's Wikipedia page, he's got three things: Xanadont, the Gloria Estefan musical, and Birdman. Yeah, he um, really shut up. It's, didn't a, it's a weird scope. Um, the ugly so got hot. The run history. So uh, the developmental run of Xanadont off Broadway was at the um, Rodney Kirk Theatre for just over two weeks in October to November 2002, with its second off-Broadway run starting at the John Hausman Theatre in March 2003, and that lasted about three months. It played 17 previews and 119 performances in that time. Oh, it did crack the 100. <laughs> it did, it did, um, which a lot of shows haven't, so, you know, well done. Um, a Broadway production was planned for 2005, but it was cancelled. Um, for this production, the title was going to be changed from Xana Don't to just Xana, uh, which, all right, Would whatever. have been better. Does uh, it say why it was cancelled? No. Was it scheduling did, conflict with Jai, who no. was in the producers at the time? I don't know. Well, I don't know who Jai is. The lead. Okay. Well, Jai wrote Xana. Ah, okay. Potentially. Um, I'm not sure. It didn't say on the official Wikipedia, but I'm sure there's rumours abound. Um so according to Aceto, uh, the composer, the show is called Xana Don't and the lead character is named Xana as a tribute to Xanadu, um, the, oh, of course, greatest Shakara. musical of all time. And that's for two reasons, he, he states. One, he originally imagined, um, sorry, imagined the character of Xana on roller skates, but this idea was cut. Oh, my God. Um, and two, he believes that the show is a loving tribute to pop culture and Xanadu, according to Aceto, um, encapsulates the very best and in some ways, the worst of pop culture. So he really wanted it to sort of capture that idea. Um, Xanadont has had a ton of recorded productions since the original Off-Broadway, including in America we had a 2007 Chicago run, a San Francisco run in 2008, an Atlanta, Georgia run in 2009, a Rochester, New York run in 2009, a West Coast um, run at the New Conservatory Theatre, Center, sorry, the new Conservatory Theatre Center so in much November two thousand and eight. Exactly, yeah. they really updated mm. it. Um, 
uh, and that ran from November 2008 to February 2009, and that one received a lot of local critical acclaim. Um, There was a Los Angeles production in 2012 and a New Orleans production in 2014. New Zealand had a production in 2013 (laughs) by the Speakeasy Theatre Limited. So fantastic. That was in Wellington. And the show, I I want to hear this show with thick Kiwi accents. I want (laughs) Zinna. Zinna Dunt. Zinna Dunt. We just collectively did the worst yeah. Kiwi accents <laughs> ever. <laughs> was it drunk South African? We'll never know. Um, <laughs> Europe? It's, it's gone to Europe. We had a London oh production in 2009 no. and also a Manchester University production oh. last, no, two years ago now in 2016, mm-hmm. which received again a lot of local critical acclaim. Um, so there's a lot of that in the information yeah, about look. various productions. Critical acclaim. Yeah. <laughs> Overall. Across, across the board. And there's know. lots of references to this. It, it, I, I followed it up. It's legit. Overall, though, the Wikipedia page men- does mention a lot of positive feedback and a lot of positive press for the show, which after, you know, I've, I've had a listen, I've had a read of it. I think the wiki is probably edited by a fan or possibly <laughs> a... Most wikis are. Maybe, maybe Zane. potentially, yeah, maybe by Maybe Asuto himself because there is no mention of... Yeah, there's no mention of any poor... Um, Reviews or anything like that. And I'm which, sure there are. And most shows have a bit of a mix, one. and this show is an odd show, and it's a yeah. bit of an underground show. And I, I would say, and I'm sure Zane would agree, even though it's he loves it, that it does have its weak spots. Oh yes. Um, and so from yeah, the beginning I, to the end, or no, I'm not. I gonna haven't say, I'm not going to say I'm that. Paying but um, yeah. So that that really gives you the full history of the show. It has an off Broadway production. It, they've had a lot of other runs. Um, but yeah, it. it it almost got to Broadway, didn't quite make it. And I guess we might find out why moving forward. It's because they cancelled the roller skates. If they kept the roller skates, everything would have oh, would've been just, it. It would have been the new Starlight Express. Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't say a lot. Like it is like a real fairy tale. It's it's very sexless. It's very Aww, what? It's it, it's a very no it sex. is for for a show about Boom. a gay world where everyone is gay. There is zero sex in this show. The is, explicit sex. That like, is no they, fun. That's what that is. <laughs> well, that that might be it. Like it doesn't it doesn't really take seriously its issues. It's just a fun yeah. musical. Uh, I, I do have the some end. questions. <laughs> I no, some, no opinions. No, I have here. some questions, but I think can I ask them? I suppose to you, Zane, after we've gone through the plot. Because sure. there's a lot of questions and I'm not sure if you'll have answers, but I feel like they're questions that need to be asked. Oh, I'll have answers. Wonderful. Oh, wow. Well, let's move on. I'm excited. Okay. Let me explain to you the plot. Miranda. Okay. It's it's, it's pretty complex. It is... There's characters. Deceptively. (laughs) There there are characters. There are several characters. Uh, Let's start off with the title character, Xana. Zana is a magical matchmaker. He has a wand and a little bird friend that tells him things and he goes around making sure that everyone is in a pair so that they can love each other. And that's that's what he does. That's his passion in life. Polygamists hate it's... him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it is, is usually he... one with one. It is always one yes, with one. In this show, but remarkably sexless. This is... show just reminds me in general of Fairly Odd Parents. Like a bit. It just kind of looks like bit. it, sounds like it. Yeah. Different I, thing. Question. 
why is Anna magical? And why does everyone, everyone seems to accept that he's magical without any problems. Yep. Yeah, Great. Okay, moving on. It's a fairy tale. <laughs> it is a fairy tale world, but he's so the only. In this world, he's just a magical person. He's the only so one. He is a person. He's not. He's like, a person. Yeah. He goes to this high school as well, doesn't he? He's yeah. a student. He's a student at the cool. high school. Okay, done. Moving on. All right. We then have uh, Kate, who is a notorious overachiever. She Ugh. wants a medical degree. Uh, so she's very focus, fo- focus, focused on. Circus focused. She's not. Focus, she's focus? very circus focus focus focused. Goodness me! <laughs> no, she's very focused on achieving, Study. and so she she neglects her love life. And so Zana has the thing. Was like, come on, let me let me let me set you up with someone. And she's like, no, 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 no. I have to study. Zana, Next time. Oh. Zana legit just walks up to people and is like, you should date this person. Interrupts their day and everyone's totally okay with it. Oh, oh I would be it's okay with it. because they fall in love, Patrick. I would be totally because of okay magic. with that. It's magic love. It's not real it, love. No, no, no. They do go say he can't he force say, someone yeah. to fall in love. He can just facilitate. So he, he finds people who would be a good match. So he's Yenta. He's match.com. Yeah, exactly right. Wait, who's Yenta? <laughs> oh, the look, the look of horror. Yentl, sorry. No, it wasn't. Oh, I, it's Yenta. Yenta. It's Yenta. Okay. I'm thinking Yetta from The Nanny. <laughs> that too? Fantastic. Why not? Very similar. Okay, so. Can I just say, yes? I don't think I've ever seen you so excited as you are right now. He's animated. It's because everyone is against me <laughs> I'm and not I'm ready you. to fight. <laughs> I like. Go on, Zane. None of it. Now, there is Roberta. Now, she has no luck in love because every girlfriend she gets cheats on her. And so, oh, the central premise of this show is that everyone in the world is gay. Okay, yes, the central premise is that norm. Yes, straight people are now gay, and the they're the minority. There's very few. Yeah, straight people. The the gay people are now straight. So the straight people are a minority, and they're all underground Mm. on the down low. And there's a line where um. The, uh, I think it's a student association. I can't remember if Zan is part of it, but they're trying to um, get the library to allow allow the library to carry a of book. Heather has one mother and one father, and it's quite controversial. So it's, uh, it's a reference of the time when it was like Heather has two mummies. Yes. was being yeah. published. Yeah. So it's um whole world gone topsy turvy and very gay. Right, I, but everyone's happy about it. Where are all these? Children coming from. It's never addressed. We don't think about it. Magic. It's a fairy tale world. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good. Yep. Uh, never addressed. We don't need to think about it. Yeah. Uh, Artificial insemination is all fine. <laughs> so Steve is new to Hartsville High. He's the new kid. He has two five-star general dads, so he moves around a lot. He's an army brat. He's an he army is. brat, and he is quarterback on the football team. But in this topsy-turvy world. Football team are not cool. Ew, no. chess team. In fact, it's the chess team that are. Which? Oh, that's the stuff. They're the coolest, and I hate this because it doesn't need to be done in the show. It's just an arbitrary flip. Nothing else is flipped. Ah, there is no cheerleading team. There is, in fact, a bull riding team. Yeah, so all the um, all the cool girls ride lesbians. mechanical bulls, and I feel like See? the reason for yeah. this is so they can have a country western number, which oh, they yeah. do. Oh, that oh, might absolutely. be actually absolutely. Why wouldn't you? I know, but it's 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 like. All, I like, want all the cool girls to, you know, collect stickers. They still have embroider. that. Will never happen. They can um, also do that. They, they probably can. do. And they, I'm um, sure, Cindy does that. Candy does that. Yeah. So this world is basically meant to be exactly the same. They've still got Star Trek. They've got the internet. They've got all these pop culture references. But there's a couple of things that have changed. Chess is cool. Football is not. Gays are everywhere. Gays are everywhere. Straight, Straight people, people aren't. Ashamed. And heterophobia is rife. 
heterophobia. It doesn't yeah. exist in the real world. This is the only time where heterophobia exists. Lock it in, audience. It doesn't so exist. So Steve is the football player, is new. Oh, gross. Mike, champion chess player. What a hottie. School sex symbol. He's literally the hottest. Has seen, has seen yeah. Steve, got a bit of a crush, uh, but he doesn't want Santa to intrude. He's going to do this on his own time. Bless. Then we have Candy and Buck. He says, Zanna, don't. It's one of the few times the title is raised. <laughs> then we have Candy and Buck who are other students at the school. They don't really play into it much. Uh, Bronco Tex and Loretta, also people at the school. Okay, so this musical is just a series of love triangles. Okay, Zanna sets up Mike and Steve and Roberta and Kate. The two girls together, two boys together. They're very happy for a time, hmm. you know, because they've, they've found love. Kate has been an overachiever, mm. so she kind of, she's liking this, this new feeling. And Steve also has never been in love before. So now that he's got Mike, he's happy. Cute. And they get cast, all get cast. I love this. I love in the this school so musical much. About... <laughs> A straight romance in the war in wartime. <laughs> it's it's um what? it reminds me so much of the Hurt Locker the musical in the revival <laughs> of Hedvig. Just you know what I, I thought you were what? gonna say. I thought you were gonna say they're all cast in the straight car named Desire. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was really excited for that. No, no, no. Um, nope. Yeah, so they're putting on a school so musical, which is about... No, it's a school <laughs> musical about a heterosexual relationship during wartime, which has to stay secret. And it's very... um. It, they're putting this on to try and raise, raise awareness. awareness about heterophobia. Oh, right. don't yep. ask, So don't to normalise the relationships, to get people to emphasise with them. And there's a song called Don't, don't Ask, Don't, don't tell. tell. Yeah. And... Steve and Kate are the leads. <gasps> they're, they're the they're, straight couple. Yeah, they're cast as the straight And they have a couple Ooh, of meaningful glances. And a couple of songs. And a couple of songs. They get into no. character. You know what happens when boys and girls sing songs together? They fall in love. Gay kids shouldn't do theatre. It turns them straight. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. If only. In this topsy-turvy world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, of course, that makes each of them pull away from their other partners and there's a whole bunch of, like, angst about, like, oh, why don't you love me like you used to? Oh, why aren't we working anymore? And then to make things more complicated... Oh, goodness, tell me. Santa realises that he has a crush on Steve as well. Oh, good. Steve the quarterback. Steve the quarterback. Who's... Maybe straight. He's questioning. Straight. And that's not he okay. Has a burgeoning straight relationship with Ugh. Kate. But now so we Steve's also got Mike. Yeah. Zanna. Chasing him. And, and a Kate. and a lady. Yeah. yeah, Kate. Poor Roberta. Yeah, well like what's Roberta doing with that spare time? Well Roberta's really upset because Kate is drifting away with this boy. Yeah. So things reach a reach reach a combination where Kate and Steve are going to run away, but they go to Xana to get his help because, of course, he's magical. And so he casts a spell that he finds in a book to make the world safe for heterosexuals. <gasps> I hate this. Wow. Whoa. Did he turn the world <laughs> topsy-turvy? He did. And ruined it for all of the gays. 
all the gays are now straight. And he's the only gay person. He's the only gay person left after he cast this spell. From by himself, just also oh, he fun. actually changes their sexuality. No, he he, ch- he changes the whole world for these two people. He tries to protect them because they're getting bullied, and he finds a spell which is to protect them. And it says, um, may cause poor fashion sense and taste and memory loss and um, other things, and all, and it also will make the wear the user lose their magical powers. So Zana sacrifices. Yeah. His magical powers for this spell to try and protect um, Steve and Kate. But it works in a very big way. Yeah, so the whole world flips and now being gay is bad. And uncommon and being straight is common and normal. And so... So that's what happened. Kate and Steve are now prom king and queen and they're all the prom and they're all dancing, having fun time. Xana shows up being his usual flamboyant and who is the only one he, who can remember... What's going on? And for the audience listening at home, Zana wears a bright white tank top with a giant pink sequined lightning bolt and yeah. some tight jeans. Yeah. So and he has a wand. She's flaming. A is pink what wand. I'm saying. Yeah. A pink wand. It is and a pink a wand. Blue bird. No, the little blue bird has flown away at this point. Oh no! It's gone. He so fell in love with someone. The magic was in the bird. Mm. And everyone shuns him because he's gay. He they walks. Yeah. Get him out. They 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 expel him from the prom. They wow. say he's not a real man. Yep. And they kick him out <sighs> after he's tried <sighs> to save them all. Well, I. Oh, that's think... not the end. Okay. Don't worry. Hold he your sings a song. I'll, I'll think things later. Yeah. Don't worry. He sings a song. Kate and Steve come out and they apologize and they go, "Oh, look, you just like all you would and so come back to the prom." And he does. I so would not. <laughs> now. A character that is at the top of the show is Tank. Tank is just uh, like a radio DJ. He's the school DJ. He does the announcements. He's the school DJ. And he and Xana work at the radio station, don't they? Xana's Xana's involved in it in some way. They've been working together for a while. Just at the school. They know of each other. Yeah. And he comes out and says, hey, Xana, I kind of like you. Thanks for saying the gay's okay because I also am gay. Xana sings a song about being sad and gay. Yeah. And Tank hears it. And then they get together, everyone's in love. Perfect. End of the show. End of the show. Oh. Can I ask my questions now? You may ask your questions It's going to be now. quick fire questions. Why does Xana need to have a crush on Steve? Um, yes. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't because, need to. Well, um, because why? he needs high stakes to sacrifice <laughs> yeah. his magic and his entire yeah. lifestyle. The character of Xana doesn't need to exist for this story to have the same meaning. No. And it confuses me that he does, and I feel like the only reason he does is so we can have a Xanadu pun. Next yep. question. Um, <laughs> yep, that's, that's why. That, but that, that's just the creative process. It's it like, is. Let's make a musical called Xanadu. Don't. Yeah, it started I guess we with have the to, title. I guess we have to yeah. make the title character And then never revised. Something that really okay. bothered me on my second listen through is that I realised that Xana's big final action at the end is absolutely pointless because he trades discrimination for equal discrimination sacrificing his magic in the process. But he said he was going to do that. Instead of, yeah, it's on the warning on the spell. That he made. But but he knows that, yeah, and it's just like instead of actually addressing the discrimination, nothing changes. Yeah, magic can't fix it. That's the that's the moral of the okay, story. No, okay, look, I'll pay that. I yeah. will pay that. I wish it was more clear <laughs> on the second listen through. Um, this show in general, I think as a society, we might have moved beyond the yes. gender sexuality flip swap device. 
I don't think it offers much anymore. I think we it would be Look, nice back, that back in the uh, year two thousand three, two thousands. It was it was it was a big deal. Must, it was a big deal back when Will and Grace was uh, turning parents homo friendly mm. uh, around the world. Yeah, I think Xanadone had a place. It's, it's sorry, kind of moved beyond that. I, I do Will think and Grace. Turning parents. That was something. What? That's yeah. what, that was something it was accused of because it normalized gay people, and which so was not everywhere. Normal. Were being like, no, I like Will and Grace, so my my boy can be. Gay. Will's funny. Jack's funny. I like them. They're handsome and funny. What lovely boys! And people didn't like that. Okay, good job, Will and Grace. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. And yeah, so I, it's very much a product of its time. So I suppose I'm surprised that it keeps getting put on. It got gay, put on gay last people year. People love sequence, Patrick. True. True. Um, and I, my, my last thought about this, and I think we'll definitely get into this after the songs as well, I think the show would be extremely difficult to put on. And the reason I say that is <laughs> I, think, right. I think it would need to be performed, one, perfectly, and two, super tongue-in-cheek. And it needs to be super self-aware, like a reefer madness approach. Oh, it's a pantomime. It is a panto. Yeah. But I feel like when you're listening to it and just reading it, you, there's moments where you're not sure if it is and you're like, oh, God, I hope they're not taking this seriously. No. no. Um, so I... I I think it could be really funny. Um, the two major problems I have with it... It is really funny, Patrick. As Thank an you for LGBT musical, <laughs> it manages to make a heterosexual relationship the centre of its plot, which infuriates me. We've got a world full of gay people. For once, we've got gay characters as leads on stage and we focus on a heterosexual relationship and then have pining gay um, characters in the sidelines going, oh, the straight people don't love me, which is just what is has always happened in theatre and media and it made me so angry when I got halfway through this show. Do you want to flip it? I do want to flip it. And make the ending the beginning. The one other thing that bothered me is that in the end of the show we have two gay characters left in the world. Yeah, and they belong together. And therefore they have to fall in love. They can't just be two gay mates who go out to try and change the world. They go, oh, yeah, we we knew each other from back then. We were in love then. But now that we're the only gay characters, I guess we're in love now. Literally every person in this show ends up with a counterpart. I know. That's what the show is about. I know, and that's a problem. (laughs) It's the premise of the show. Okay. There's a couple of, yeah, there's issues. There are issues with the show. Yeah, they're saying, um, you know, you would... I were the last man and woman left on the earth. That's what happened I'm to me. I'm so gay, Miranda. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, God. No. Um, could, anyway. we get you a, could we get you a mock beard? But bear? also, <laughs> Tank has always been in them. love with Santa. Yeah, Tank only... does confess. He just didn't realise. No, no, no. So he's always been in love with Santa. Uh, from the very start. Oh, okay. But it was when after the switch happened, mm. he thought that he would be alone forever because yeah. he was feeling different to everyone else. You know, gay. And so <laughs> then, when so the Zana spell came didn't out, work on yeah, why Tank. Did he get switched because he was meant to be with Zana. Why and why does he remember the previous world? Because he was meant to be See, with. There Zana. are so many nonsense. Oh, right. Anyway, we should move on to the songs. Because it was convenient to the plot. Yes. No, because it's magic. <laughs> but there's no more magic. The magic got burnt up. Yeah. In the change that happened. I'm sus on these <laughs> yeah. explanations. No, 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 no. I'm getting a lot of defensiveness from Zan. I think we should okay. move on. <laughs> I think that all of these problems would have been solved if they'd just left Zana on roller skates. You know True. what, Miranda? 
I don't think you get to make those judgments because you haven't listened to it. Wow. Oh. Well, I'm just going on the evidence that's been presented to me. <laughs> I I think you could still do this show on roller skates. I think you could. And as well. be, I don't no, think no, 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 I don't equally think it as not stupid. the whole show. This isn't Zana do Zane. It's Zana. Don't. But I think Xana should Zana. do the whole show yeah. on roller skates. I think it would be great. Oh, do you I think, think that it should when be the done? magic is lost, the, the roller come skates off. come off, and he has to walk onto the stage like a mere mortal, <laughs> and and just working lights. Yeah, just working yeah. lights. It's it's that drab. Is a better idea than the idea I just had. Good. Um, I had him coming out in roller skates just for the first song, and then the actor fake breaks his leg, and another actor comes out and plays Xana for the show, <laughs> just to <laughs> throw some spice into the mix because. Or just have him limp the whole show, whimpering occasionally. (laughs) The songs, though, this is where it gets spicy. Yeah, let's do them. So let's hear some about the songs, Julie. The songs, this is a, a, a bright and bubbly musical, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it, there's, yeah. yeah. There's no, like, oh, no. No, it's full PG. Like It, it, is. it feels it, like it's written for, like, early high school. Again. It, it feels it's like it's written by yes. someone in early high school. Yeah. yeah. Who hasn't revised it and <laughs> won't. Well, <laughs> until it gets to Broadway, there's no need there's to no revise need. it. Zane's going to take it there. It's his life mission. No. So. No. You'll have to help me out here because I have not listened to it anywhere near as many times as Zane has. And by that, I mean I listened to half of it today. Oh, come on now. I listened oh, to all okay. of it Okay, I want to say it's more than half. I reckon I only left out five songs. Okay. All right. So, who's got extra love? Love it. Best Whoa. song. Led by Zana. Weak. I hated it so much. No, I don't think it's the okay, best song by good, far. But I, I was... do think that it is, it is a really good introduction song yes, where, where it's literally characters yep. into play. Yep. I do think it is strong. I got an idea of the whole after. musical from that first I, song. I so would yes. say the characters definitely are introduced in that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have I Think We Got a, got Love. This is a contender for my favourite. I really liked this song yeah. actually. First listen through, especially at the start, I didn't know where it was going and I, not not to lie... But the first song really put me on the wrong foot. I think it was partially because it was it was an early morning drive to work, oh, no. and it's quite an empty orchestration as well. Yeah. Quite um, cranky about that. And, and, and so, but I re-listened to it today. Still didn't like the first song, but I definitely confirmed that I, I really quite enjoyed. I think we got love, especially when you get into the duet section at the yes, end. It gets it really, real cute. Yes, it's probably one of the only like two male love duets songs. In mm. musical theatre. Mm. And it's cute. Mm. And it's and it's, it's super cute and it's happy. Cute. Surely there's some in falsettos. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. but they're not cute and happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very sad, that song, so you're correct. And when you're listening to this song after knowing the story, you realise that it's Mike? Steve. Steve Mike comes Steve. in going, oh, I'm not really sure what love is. Oh, but this is nice. And you realise that he's saying, I think we got love, and he's actually not sure. Yeah. And he's just presupposing that this is what it must feel like. Oh, that's and nice. then you find out later that he's actually straight. Oh, dang. And he just wasn't sure at all. Well, he's just reacting to someone else loving him. Yeah, and it's yeah. really it is very sweet. Followed up by I ain't got time. Yeah. Hate. Yeah. So no, not even hate, it's just snooze. I didn't yeah. even want to listen to it again. Followed by Ridem. 
This is fun. I, I like didn't. This one. I don't like this. Song. I didn't. I don't. I don't even remember. This it, is the country honest. western song at the mechanical bull riding uh, oh, practice. Oh, I do remember um, it. Have, it's a whole song based around mechanical bull choreography. How can you not love this? And they I address can't it. See in, it. They address it in the song. And she's like, "Wow, you're really good at my choreography. How did you learn to do that?" And she's like, "I've never done it before. Your music brought in out of me." They like speak oh, their emotions Christ. at each other. Yes, and I don't no. like the rhythm. Like pantomime, sure. <laughs> it is. It is. Then, it's a pantomime. We have Zanna's song. Yay. Again, another one I don't remember. I don't think this is in the recording I've got, so I'm not sure I got this one. Huh. Oh, I, I think it is. It's, is it it's short? Just, it's just Zanna saying like, oh, it's nice, and this is where it comes out that he kind of has feelings for, for Mike. Maybe no, this is – I might not have had this one in my little Because uh, he's, he's singing to his bird Spotify? and his bird is leaving oh, to, to go somewhere oh, else. Oh, I definitely yeah. have then because yeah. I heard him say goodbye to the bird. Um, be a man. <laughs> fun, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, this, this one is fun. I'm – Factual error. I'm pretty sure the Athenians were more famous for um, homosexual relationships in the military as oh, opposed yeah, to the sure. Spartans. But apart from that, <laughs> I did enjoy it. I thought it was fun. Point of order. And it, it was it was quite funny to like. And again, in the panto satire, that yeah. way that you'd perform this song, having all these really buff guys being real macho and talking about yeah, all the soldiers would go out and work hard and sweat hard, then get in the showers and root each other um, and that's it, how that's you implied it's implied it, it's they say you get sweaty together and you shower together you that's how you be a man so many times you could just said shower hard and like, then they go through they use the, the word hard a lot all the homosexual Fam- uh, yeah the famous queer um sort of military leaders yeah so alexander the great yeah and it's a fun to song the style of the village people it is it's very but village never people-y. once do they mention the navy they don't they which say the marines very following very yeah, in the navy, it's very yeah. in the navy. It's very in the navy. And but following that, song. we have "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." Yeah, and this is this is the uh, <clears throat> this is where they're actually on stage rehearsing for the musical mm. about when where these two straight people meet. So, get confirm me. Sorry, confirm me if I'm right or wrong. The first half of this song is them in character. Yes, and they're singing it. Um, as the characters, and it's very over the top, top and melodramatic. Yeah. And then the second half is them doing alone a reprise on alone on stage, realizing they have Ooh, the exact uh, same feelings. Yeah. And that sort of second half still needs to be played, I think, a little bit panto and silly, yeah. but not quite as silly as the first half. So you can still laugh at it, but you're realizing yeah. it's actually the characters. I agree. Yes. Okay. Follow the fast. Yep. This is Patterson. This song exists, I think, because they're, um, I think Steve says, I'm not sure I'm ready to jump into this relationship and everyone's going, no, you have to jump in fast. Well, it, it, and it also kind of illuminates that the in this world it is 100% commonplace for you to go, you, I love you, we are together now and we are in love. We're so in yeah. love. I've never been more in love with anyone else. Move in with me. We're getting married. That, and that's what happens in the first show. Uh, there's a couple of characters earlier on the show and like, Zana, thank you for introducing us yesterday we're in it forever now <laughs> and they are some fierce lesbians yeah well fierce. they do like it they do break up the next day they but, do you know they do um, um I, I, I like it as a change in the in the score like it is a welcome yeah. shift it's like, in tone oh, nice. and it's very impressive yeah it's a fast song it's a great patter song the lyrics are intense they're a bit silly and they don't it's a fun song it's a charm song it's the yeah. biscuits yeah. of xanadont it's the biscuits <laughs> We'll do well, good there's also Ride'em, which is a charm song. Is it? 
I wasn't charmed, <laughs> but I was you by the thought of mechanical bull choreography. It, and I wa- I wanted to know for like a low bro- what would be low budget productions of this show. I want to see those cardboard mechanical bulls because <laughs> you need at least two. Yeah, and I want to see one break on stage. Yeah, I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to mount it. Oh, oh. The bull <laughs> and the show. Pun. Um, yep. I you could write books comes after fair. Yeah, whatever. There's ballad, tenor ballad. It's like, I think it'd be a good, maybe good to use as an audition song. It is a very common male audition is song. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Like uh, people, like online, like a lot of the Always recommend like, it. Uh, I'm a tenor, what should I do for my, I don't want to do a well-known song. It's like, well, just do this one from Xanadone because no one knows the musical. Yeah, then you walk in and everyone's doing the same that. song from Xanadone. It's a, it's a pretty song, I just didn't want to hear it again. Yeah, fair enough. It is, it is probably the most skippable one. It is pretty, but, you know. Hmm. And I think the next song is the song I got up to before I went, oh, I think I'm done for the day. Um, the next song is Don't You Wish We Could Be In Love. Which is the five-part harmony. Mm. Yeah. Tis. So that's, I love it. that's the straight couple wishing that they were allowed to be in love with each other. That's yep. the two gay characters on the sides wishing they could be in love with the straight couple. And Xana wishing he could also be in love with, with Steve. Steve. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the music's nice. It is. The music's very nice. The music's been there. It's been there, but it's now, nice five-part. Julie, next up, the one that just before you stopped listening to this great musical of which we are talking... Mm. Zana don't is what you got. I think you would like this you song. You would love this song. You also like Ridem though, Zane. I'm not saying I love this song, okay. which I do. You're saying you I would would love, love this song. song. So what right. what what, what you got is um they're at the chess championship and it's basically that football finale cheer. scene in every American film. Right. And it's a cheerleading song for the chess championship for Mike to win and it's super <laughs> sexual. So it's like it's like uh ride your rooks and that kind of thing of the yeah. jokes. And the thing about this song is it starts off really funny with the sexy chess analogies and then they drop off all the jokes and it goes nowhere, but the song keeps going. So and I didn't you, want to hear it anymore. Would you say it's metaphor heavy? No, no, it is. It, there are no metaphors. It's just people being overly sexual at a it's chess kind competition. Of double entendre heavy. Okay, because if it's double entendre relating to chess, I will not get it. It's no, but it's like <laughs> there are not a lot of them. And and Patrick they was just complaining how little there was. They, like they have. They, I think there's a rook joke and one other, and then there's no others. And I really laughed at those jokes, and then they don't come back, mm-hmm. and they just keep repeating booty jokes. Booty. Yeah, yeah, like that. Oh, dang. So right. it's, I thought that one started off really strong and then it kind of lost it for me. It's a really fun song. I think that would be a really fun, uh, like, ensemble number. And I think the performance perform. would sell it. Yeah. You get some people doing some wild stuff, you'd get away with it. Well, then tell me what uh, Do You Know What It's Like is about. I think Do You Know What It's Like puts to shame, uh, what's the song before? I oh, Could Write Books. Do You Wish. Oh, Do You Wish, yeah. Because it's got much prettier harmonies. Yeah. This song has pretty harmonies. almost a reprise. Yeah. Yeah. This is a lot of songs for a one act. Well, it is. Yeah. Honestly, most of the story is told through the songs. Like there isn't a lot of dialogue in the show. Right. Now, do you prefer, Zane, as a lover of this show, do you wish or do you know? Do you know? Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Do you know? It's the prettiest song. It is, the, yeah. Because I thought, I was yeah. like, oh, this is actually, the harmonies here are actually, you know, they're really nice yeah. harmonies. And it's one of the first times in the show where you get to sit and listen to some really clear harmonies, which is nice. I kind of want to guess who sings the next one. I don't know who sings the next oh. one because it's not listed. 
But I think I'm going to get it wrong. Does Zana sing? Tis a far, far better thing I do. He does. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's him deciding to cast the spell. I thought yeah. it would be just by the title. Yeah. Um, so Sounds right. like a title from a GNS. But then what is afterwards? Blow winds. That's him casting the spell. Blow winds uh, may be, if not the worst song I've ever heard in a musical, the worst song title. I've ever heard. It is honestly terrible. It's got this slow synth disco beat. Bad lyrics and empty sound under so bad it is lyrics. So kind of like, forgotten the terrible title, but it is I, short. <laughs> it didn't, and like it didn't. Like Zane, I'm sorry. I know you love this show, but I sat there no, listening to this song. Is, it it's ma- not great. It made me angry, though. Like it's meant to be this big defining moment in the show where, and it's got all these big metaphors about the so magic, but the not... lyrics are just, it, it makes Wildhorn look like a lyrical genius. No. <laughs> it does. I, 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 I no think it sounds grab like a Wildhorn show. The front bit is called the facade. <laughs> I think it's very literal. Yeah, I, and I feel like... It's... I feel like this song is maybe the letdown of the show. Unfortunately, um, there's been good lyrics I don't up think until this point. Looks forward to this song. No, and I don't think Zana would look forward to this song. It's a weird sing. Yeah, it's it a, we- a weird, sing. and it is a weird song in the musical. I would suggest you, Julie, listen to it just so you can understand where my confusion How is coming. Not Miranda though, because she can never listen to. No, this she can't. She's no, well, if I listen to that song and not the rest of it, it won't make sense. Yeah. So my notes under "Blow Winds" is. Is this the worst song I've ever heard? And then I've just got to the dot point, the rest of the show blows. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're all straight after that. They're well, all, then, they're oh, all straight. They are. It's called Straight to Heaven. Yeah, they're all straight oh, after that, and it's very repetitive. So stupid. So then we got Straight to Heaven, followed by Someday You Might Love Me. Which is, that's Zana, is not about love. It's basically his friends have rejected Accepting him. Accepting him. Aww. So it's just like, okay, well, you don't love me now. Even though I've helped you and done everything I can for you, maybe someday you will. How forever the optimist? Annoyingly, yeah, optimistic is that. But and that's the song that Tank hears. It is annoyingly optimistic. Get a little bit better about it. And that's the song Tank hears. Is it that makes him fall in love with him? Yeah. Everyone basically comes out and hears him singing. Yeah. And they go, "Oh, sorry, we were a bit of a." Sorry for being homophobic. That was a bit rough. And then they all follow him out. No, they They kick kick the gay guy out of the dance for being gay. They hear him singing alone in the street in tenor and go, maybe these guys aren't so bad after all. (laughs) That's pretty straight. Yeah. That's the straight thing to do. Then we have a straight to heaven reprise. Where they replace the word straight with right. Oh, God. We'll go right to heaven. I think I had a dodgy... um, Is that... Recording of this because okay. I'm pretty sure the straight to heaven Why? reprise I had was just straight to heaven again because I didn't hear yes, the lyric change. I, I gave you two recordings. I think I listened to the I wrong one. One of them was incorrect. My iTunes wouldn't accept one, so my straight to heaven reprise was just straight to heaven all over again. So I didn't get That's the metaphor. Unfortunate for you. It was. It really killed <laughs> yes. the meaning. Um, and then we have sometime. Sometime. Do you think we could fall in love? Uh, question mark. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's do it right now. And that's where Tank comes over and says, hey, I've kind of liked you forever. Do you think we could fall in love? And so Amazing. I was like, yeah, right now, let's do it. This song. And, and then, then they it. do it. And then they, it's a finale and it's all over and we don't have to listen to it Finale anymore. disco remix. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> someday do you think we could fall in love makes me really appreciate I think we got love. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Yep. No. I'm sorry, Zane, there was so many... <laughs> I, I, I I'm not judging no. you for your lack of taste, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I overall do not think, like, I don't listen to 
the songs and get as angry as I do in some other musicals where I'm like, just stop whinging yeah. about paying rent. Like because <laughs> it's not – because it is positive. No, but, but they're not going to pay rent. Um, uh, and also I think you can't – this is a show you can't read the synopsis, like every show, but especially this show, you can't read the synopsis and listen to the songs because it's a panto parody. And I feel like yeah. if you've got the right actors up there, absolutely, excuse my did. French, taking the piss – if I'm allowed to say that, um, out of this show in the loving manner that you meant yeah. to. It's a loving panto yeah. piss take. Well, that's the thing. They make fun of gay people. They make fun of straight, straight people. people. And they make fun of the ridiculous uh, interactions between the two. Yep. They and just fl- have that conversation by flipping. And all of these ridiculous ideas are accepted so readily by the characters, it would be funny to watch. So I, wanna, I want someone to put on this show so I can watch it and... I, I need it to reprieve itself. Well, the original cast I think they had would have done that. Apparently I think it, it was fantastic. It's got, I've read some of the reviews because I was shocked. We talk about the original cast. Let's do that. Who was in it, Miranda? Um, eight people. I hope you've done this research. <laughs> eight people were in it. Oh, well. Good. In the original off-Broadway cast, there were eight actors who each had like a primary role mm-hmm. and also played a whole bunch of other roles. Uh, Jai Rodriguez played Xana. He sure did. Uh, you yes. would know him as the short one from Queer Eye for a Straight Guy, for which he won an Emmy. Good on him. Him's, oh. I think they Emmy all must have won an Emmy. Just him, or all I of assume them. it was the four of them all, yeah. together. Um, and we mentioned in our producers episode that he also played Sabu Champagne oh. in the movie. He um, actually played. Have you got it there? Oh, where? So 2005. Yeah, he was on Broadway playing Carmen. Oh yes, yes. Same year, he then has to play Sabu in the movie. Yep. Gets demoted, soz, Gary Beach. Did awesome. you say 2005? Mm. That's the year that they were trying to mount the show. Yes. To, I to now understand fair. your comment earlier. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Gary Beach had also originated that role, so. Yeah, Gary Beach is clearly yeah. the better option. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not arguing. I just thought it was a fun fact. Um, another fun fact, Enrico Rodriguez, also um, in the cast playing Mike, is not related. Oh, yeah, adorable that. At the very least, is not his brother. <laughs> I did <laughs> heavily Google that to try and find out. <laughs> I was like, mm, it it's, a, it's like a common a surname. It's a common surname. Out of only eight of them, though, to be. Anyway, never mind. Um, All the Fosters on Broadway, you've got to be careful. <laughs> it would have yeah. been fun. <laughs> True. I love some um, Hunter. The only other vaguely notable thing from the original cast is Anika Larson who played Roberta, who was nominated for a Tony Award for Featured Actress uh, for playing Cynthia Weil or Weil in Beautiful, the Carol King musical, which happened after Xana Don't. Yes, quite so, a long time after Xana Don't. Uh, yeah, the, uh, not a particularly famous or notable cast. Well, it, like I said, it never went to Broadway, so, mm. yeah. And, I mean, uh, there is a bit but of a... But also, the cast... Didn't go to Broadway. Like people who did oh. Xana don't didn't move on to other shows. Well, Jai Rodriguez did. Well, no, but it's a, it's actually an interesting thing about Broadway. There's a big. Um, it's an apparently it's a bit of an issue over there, which is why Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet got so much good press. Is there's a big queer community in New York, obviously of performers that do workshops and they help 
build shows and then they never get cast in the actual runs mm. and they're this sort of underground performance community. And um, Natasha Pierre and The Great Comet was one of the first shows to take members from that art space and put them all throughout their show and it got a ton of praise for doing that. Yeah. And this show feels like one of those shows that's come out of that same space. Yeah. And so it's in some ways not a surprise that back in the early 2000s that was probably seen as a barrier, not only the subject matter but every yeah, yeah. all your actors are gay. Oh, yeah. It's the gay and lesbian and likely trans queer communities. This was before Brokeback Mountain, everyone. So oh I still haven't seen that. I haven't either. I'll I feel add like it to I should my have. Netflix watch list. But I don't want to. I don't Moving want to. <laughs> so um, plenty of productions overcast it with more actors and uh, basically put an ensemble in. And why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, the New Zealand production, which you mentioned earlier, did go back to the uh, short, small, the eight. Eight, the eight-person yeah. cast. Yeah, the eight-person cast. So there you go. Got good um, reviews too. Good choice. Strong oh, yes, choices. Yes. Critically uh, acclaimed. Critically acclaimed in New Zealand. 2009 <laughs> London cast. Um, the only uh, thing I could find about Mike Shearer, who played Zanna, um, is that according to his Mandy.com actor profile, he does various accents, including Cornish, Scottish, Californian, Texan, French and German, has stage combat skills and will only perform nude professionally. At the same time? It, unprofessionally? <laughs> does that is that his demeanour while performing? It's like, what was his name? Professionally, what, he will no, only but, do nude yep. if you pay him. What was What was his name? Mike Shearer. They're like, Mike, that was a very unprofessional performance. <laughs> Put your kit bat on, back on. <laughs> um, uh, in reviews, he was described as skillful and sparkling. Oh. Well, that's what you want from Santa. Well, yeah. that's his shirt mostly. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, teeth, hopefully. I, I had to like... write really big to get that to fill one page in my notebook. It's it doesn't you, you know... say that with such disdain. No, oh, no, not disdain. I'm just saying she I just don't felt like she was share. letting down the team. It's a community show. It's got a small cast. It's cheap to put on, so you're going to get companies doing it who aren't attracting those big names that have big legacies. So it makes sense that there'd be Does a lot it, of. Is it uh, is it a small cast show because it needs to be? If you want to do it professionally, probably in that you can't afford to put more people. Yeah, in. I think it's because a really contained show. Like there, there, no, there are only like in, six real leads. No. Something that's set in a high school, though, usually has. But also, to, yeah. But talking to people who I know who are playwrights, they design their shows to have small casts because companies and producers will only pick up small cast shows because they cost less. And it's a thing where writers actually start to make those choices. So I'm not surprised it's an eight-person cast and then you get, I'm sure, community groups and school groups where they're not always paying their actors, it's volunteer basis, who will then chuck in every, yeah, yeah. you know, chuck in 20 students and have a big chorus if they want to. But, but also it's I'm not, not like surprised. Heather's. It doesn't have the periphery characters. It doesn't have the parents. It doesn't no. have any teachers. It doesn't have, like, authority figures. It really, it's, is, it's, just it really is just about the people. And there's a couple of double casting, like some of the students come in as the principal or as someone else, but it's one line and then they're off the stage again. Yeah. Yeah. So they try and build the world a little bit and then they destroy it. All right. Let's take a break, come back and talk Dreamcast. Yes. Okay, okay there's not many roles, so let's fill them with good people. Well. Yes? You know who's a good person, right? 
Who's a good person? You know who's a good person, right? Is it Zabu? Nathan Lane? Not Nathan Lane. Sabu? <laughs> Champagne? No! I'm going to jump in um, <laughs> just to fill the airtime. Uh, I'm thinking that who I want for Xana, it's, but really could be cast anywhere because we have a lot of sort of young... Tennis. Is it? Yeah, we're going to say that <laughs> as a euphemism for Twinkie um, males. Um, but yeah, young tennis. Um, Noah Galvin is oh, yes. the young actor that who's replacing Ben Platt oh, uh, as yes, um, Dear yeah. Evan Hansen. And he's played queer characters in the past. He's a young looking guy. I think he could play the sort of... because, And not to use Faye in the derogatory sense because... Uh, Zanna is literally he looks like an elf. Well, Zanna is literally like a magical fairy elf character. Oh, yeah. Um and I think he could do it really well. Kish. Um I think he'd be fantastic in it. Um you then need that sort of maybe we're going to do it Aaron Tveit or one of we we need a we need, need a, a hot bulk. jock. We need a hot jock. Yeah, well, I was thinking um Aaron Tveit. Yeah, fantastic Zac suggestion Efron. there, Julie. Um, could fill that little he looks um, like a hot jock. He does, but you know yeah, who I'd like to old. see him as more so? Then you're calling – stop calling us old. Um, more so, I would like to see him in the chess-playing role. I just want some fake glasses on Zac Efron. Yeah. Ooh. Who has, though? Oh, probably is Mike as the chess player. Yeah. Yeah. Could you see him as Xana? I could see him as Xana. Yeah. I I'd like to see could. him play super, super camp as Xana. I think, I, I think Mike is the fit there. Ooh. Honestly, I think he'd be good. Yeah. I, I think um, he would be good for Mike. Just because I got in like a little um, superhero loophole in my brain, just that wormhole in my brain, um, I'm thinking Ezra Miller could play Xana. I don't oh, know if he can sing can, or yeah, act. I don't know. I, don't, I, I know no, he can I act. Know he I've can seen sing. that. I honestly I don't think, know if he can sing. And this is only because I've seen Noah. I think it's Galvin. Mm. Um, he plays, I can't even remember the television show, but he plays quite an effeminate young male and like Xana is a very effeminate character. I'm sure I'm sure Ezra Mizza could play effeminate. Yes. I don't think he's that. But he's, he's that it's kind of this sort of like laissez-faire rock star <laughs> uh, effeminacy, not necessarily, he's not feminine in it. He's more. I think he's super cheeky in it. Yeah, fair enough. I was going to put it out there. Cheeky I think Chris Colfer would. Be a great Xana. Yeah. Who are we doing for Steve? Zach Efron. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, your only choice. Yeah. So sorry. Suck it up. Who are we doing for Kate? I haven't thought of any <laughs> women of again. Zac Efron. <gasps> Where's Hunter? I, my, Hunter goal for, would be Steve. my goal for this um, podcast is now to cast Hunter Foster as okay, many times so as Sutton Foster I know has been cast. You want to Hunter cast, as Steve. Cast Love it. Hunter Foster as Steve, but I want to cast Hunter Parrish as Steve. Who's Hunter Parrish? Hunter Parrish is in Weeds. <gasps> Who's oh, Hunter Parrish? He, yeah. he plays right. the oldest son in Weeds. Just Google Hunter Parrish. He has a beautiful voice. I, I've never heard him sing. Oh, he so. does. A, a me, okay. Oh, he does an amazing Godspell song that is like. All right. Oh. oh yeah. Yes, definitely. He's he's very good looking, blonde haired, jockey. He would, he would do a fantastic Steve. You know who... Uh, no. He looks good. But, He'll do a fantastic Steve. The role of Steve <laughs> is to look good, appear really lovely, and then feel bad about being straight. And I think he could play that. Yep. Now, as Zana, he's a bit old, but he can play John young. Lithgow? Oh my god. No, 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 no. <laughs> From 30 Rock. Oh. <gasps> Jack McBrayer. No. Oh, yes! I think it would add. Cast, cast, cast. Even though he is a mortal. <laughs> he is clearly 30 and I think it would he's, 
plus. Almost 50. No, 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 but like he, his playing age yes. is oh, clearly right. 30. And I feel like it would almost look a little bit creepy. Maybe we could make it set in a retirement village problem solved. <laughs> I'd love him to play all the adult characters who come in randomly. I think you, I think you could play him down. Because he's Zach Efron is approaching... That's why we're not casting playable. Zach. Well, some of us aren't. Zach isn't that old. Zach can be a swing. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our dream cast. No, we're... we didn't cast any ladies. What are we? we Mainstream I... musical theatre? We cast Sutton Foster Dunn. <laughs> um, okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. If we cast uh, it all up oh, to Jack. Alanis Rachel, Morissette. Rachel. Uh, <laughs> as... uh, Leah Michelle. No. <laughs> Alanis no. Morissette and Leah Michelle no. yeah, as Kate oh, and. Um, and Rachel. Yeah, fantastic. So That's it. Done. I love it. Or Babs. Okay. We can bring in Babs. <laughs> Right. (laughs) The audience can't see you stroking your hair, Patrick. Well, they know because it's Babs. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Pull it together, Miranda. I'm together. (laughs) All right, do your worst. What top five list are you putting Xanadont on? Top five poor representations of the LGBT community. (laughs) No. Yes. No, there are so many words. True. Yeah. If we go back How in can history, you say that this is one of the top worst. five bad modern representations of the LGBT Even community. Then. Okay. Even top five. Then. Top five poor attempts of representing LGBT relationships gonna... while accidentally putting a heterosexual relationship <laughs> in the spotlight for the entire show. I would say mis- misguided attempts at LGBT representation. Hamfisted. What? Um... Clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, going to put it on the top five gender norm swaps. Gender norm, sexuality norms. I don't know how to phrase that, but that's the list I'm putting it on. Is that a list? Uh, it is. We only have to have one Miranda. <laughs> no, I'm going to say top five shows with um, uh, maybe not majority, but a lot of gay characters. Yeah. Top five musicals that sure. have like majority gay characters. Yeah. Top five musicals that should have had more roller skates. Top five matchmaker musicals. There's three. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me oh, so are we counting company? Yeah. And company, falsettos? Fiddler. No, I didn't. So that's four. And Xana. Doesn't look see, guys? We filled it out. <laughs> we, yeah, filled we filled it out. It out. Um, Let's say, oh, no, I wouldn't say, no, there's lots of musicals with magic. <laughs> well, I was, I actually had top five fairy, fairy godmothers. That's just a way of describing him that is incorrect. Top five like musicals. It. it never with says no what villain. he is. There's no villain in this movie. The villain is society. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is. Uh, I'll yeah. the same thing. Um, oh, goodness. I had to fill out the top five list because I have not that many lessons. <laughs> top five shows that I feel did very well for what they were working with. Like this show has had so many productions oh. and gotten really good reviews out of what on face value doesn't look like a strong show, but there's something about it that people clearly enjoy and production companies manage to bring gold out. Patrick, can I show. tell Patrick, you? Patrick, it's the pun in the title. It's not. <laughs> it is. It's not. I reckon it that would bring though. some people in. It, it would. It yeah. would. Can I tell you what is in this musical that is in no other musical ever? A lot of gays. Oh. Not in like, but as characters, <laughs> as as characters though, as lead characters. Bear, the musical, 
There is no there's no sadness. It is one hundred percent happiness the whole time. Even when and a lot of the reviews do say that it is immediately and it is it's one emotion the whole way through. So it's it's, this one and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat are the only shows that I can think (laughs) of that like that. And I hate Joseph. So maybe that's where I'm getting. Oh, I just can't use Joseph in my head now. Done. Sorry. The problem I have with Joseph, and maybe it's one of my problems with this show, is whenever they introduce dramatic tension, it's automatic. The narrator comes in and goes, "Don't worry, it will be fine." <laughs> and you're like, "Well, I was enjoying that dramatic moment till you came out and told me it was going to be fine, and I had nothing to worry about." <laughs> but Xana doesn't do that. No. Um, what? I'd, come on, I, we need one more top five. Nah, sure. I love top that one of your favorite musicals top has a pun five title. Most difficult. Shows to think of a top five list for. Incorrect. Uh, top five musicals that could entirely be designed pink. Everything. Legally Blonde. Costumes. Yeah, Legally Blonde and Willy this. Wonka. It really doesn't. No. Look, you could need candy. purple for Willy Wonka. Okay, so you use and the gold. word can. You can do any musical or pink. Should. Doesn't mean it's going to be good. Top five musicals you should design everything in full pink. Mm. I don't think any other musical you're going to be subtracting something to put that pink there. You will lose nothing if everything on that stage is pink. Legally Blonde? Top five. Legally, I said Legally Blonde in this. That's it. Top five duets between two gay men. That's, that's a good there one. You top go. five duets between two gay women. There you go. There's more, but it might still make Yeah, it'll make it. a top five list. Because yeah. you got Rent. you got Fun Home. Anna, does she ever have a song with another woman in Fun Home? I don't think she does. No. No. She's I think it will. Quiet. <laughs> it's a quiet lesbian. I don't want to make jokes about it because it's a grim reality for a lot of people in the world. But yeah. it, there's a comedy it's musical there. Theater, but we're not... talking about Xander Don't. We can make funny jokes. But I feel like Xander Don't. It never like makes fun of gay people. No, it just it doesn't. does a poor job managing them. No, <laughs> but it, everyone does. We're hard honestly, to manage. Like, it's hurting it, cats. It's parodying the issue that you're making. <laughs> that you're saying you shouldn't have. That yeah, I need it. to see it. I need to see it. <laughs> All right. Can you put it on? That's top five list. It's gone. Let's go on to lessons. What lessons have you all learned? No, not you, Miranda. I Patrick, um, Julie. Learned... <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote down on my book that I learned um, uh, expletive all. Oh, no, I learned that um, a lot of shows are a product of their time and for what can seem really bizarre and ham-fisted and just inappropriate, like, well, not inappropriate, but, like, that whole gender sexuality swap as a concept to represent the LGBT community, the question is why not just put gay people in regular society? But it's because you couldn't do it then. There was a period through the 90s Mm. into the noughties where that switch... Where, like, in movies, there was, like, a dozen or so movies with that exact premise exactly. released. Yeah, and so yeah. I think it's things are a product of their time. And the question then becomes, You're do we just we accept it or do we critique it and say we now know why that isn't great or do we go, well, it's a product of its time and we don't mm. touch it. But I think it taught me that, like, you know, things really are, like, this show is very early 2000s, the music, the themes, the way they handle things. Um, so that's something to take away from it. I did learn... That I would quite like that white shirt he wears with the sparkly thing on. It's it's strong. I I learned that I have an untapped ability to imagine hilarious 
mechanical bull choreography. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number one reason you love the show? No, but well, every I, every time I get to that song, I'm like, oh, this song. But then I'm like, no, that this would be hilarious to watch. <laughs> I learned that Zane, who usually is very, like Zane has an analytical mind mm. and sees the flaws in things. Yeah. But Zane is He's also quite very forgiving. Zane can be very forgiving, saint-like with this show. He loves it and I love that he loves it because it brings out a side of him I don't think I've ever seen. So I've, I've no learned shame. something about I've Zane. I have no shame about I know and it's show. wonderful. Why I don't you hate shame this, show. About this show. I don't hate this show, but Julie? it's an odd what? show to love. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you hate this show? It lacks substance, or what substance it has is just a bit off. And I suppose I learned that it feels kind of awkward to propose that the way the world is now is because someone cast a spell recently, erasing all the previous important LGBT history in our world. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Patrick, it's, 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 not, it? it's not meant to be taken in scientifically. It's a parable. It's a fairy tale. They tell you that in the title. So what's they the do, parable? They do. It's a parable. What's it teaching what's it? us? Yeah. That discrimination hurts people. Yeah, kind of. And that anything that. you do that doesn't fix discrimination doesn't fix discrimination. It's going to yeah. be hurting people. No, and fair enough. And I hadn't considered that when I watched it, but the fact that Xana tries to fix it by protecting them instead of fixing discrimination doesn't work and that's maybe the one part of the show where they start to tap into a deep idea and that's admirable. It, it, this show is just a big pile of sugar. Oh, it's and you yeah. can get very sick at the end. I, yes. well, I don't, my question though is why did they try and make it seem like more than that? I don't think they I did. Think, I don't think, you read the reviews they, and people say yeah. this is this is um Shameless fun pop at its yeah. best. It's a like, sugary ride. I think ride that's the reason I can forgive it is yeah. that it doesn't pretend that it is ever making more of a statement than it is. Mm. It's always making fun of what it's saying. It's a discotheque. It's very self aware. Question yeah. mm. Do they ever explore how his magic? Like, no. Di- oh, no, it's just man. he can cast magic. He, oh. And everyone he, knows and everyone accepts it. He makes not- breakfast for Kate. He gives. Okay, he so ma- he, he does explore his magic. So we don't. Yeah, his oh, magic just it. isn't. Yeah. I can make. I no. not make people fall in love. Which no, is, he can do a couple of things. And right, he, and, he, and he makes a magic supplement. So he's got some. Steve. He's got some tricks and stuff. But it, it never explores why he's magical. I'm why everyone accepts in. it? Any of that? That's okay. I'm. I'm a little yeah. bit more back on board. He's but fairy godmother. That's oh. just what he is. Yeah, fairy fairy yeah. godmother. Top five musicals that um, explore. LGBT people in sort of mythic origins. Hedvig has that fantastic song, The Origin of Love, and this show does as well. I'm sure we can write some others in the future to fill out that list. Done. Done. Getting on it right now. All right. Once upon a time. We've learned some lessons. I've learned a lot about my so-called friends. Let's move on. I was fair. All right, that was Anna Don't. You're welcome, everybody, and I'm sorry depending on how you like the show. Uh, but I don't apologise. You deserved it, and I'm glad that you listened to it. And I think everyone should listen to it. You it's fun. It's that. very different. It's a little bit of um, queer theatre history, and there are some great songs in there. Um, I know we've been harsh on it, but there's a lot to love as well. I've made Patrick feel really guilty, and I haven't been trying to make Patrick feel guilty. I've been trying to make Miranda feel guilty. <laughs> I'm it's just unfortunate that you're directly across the table. I went to so Catholic school. I sponge up guilt. <laughs> They've trained me. So 
If you uh, enjoyed this episode, go back and listen to all the rest. Uh, we come out weekly on Fridays. You know, subscribe <laughs> to us. And on your podcatcher of choice, give us a rating. Give us a review. It's super easy on the new iOS. Uh, but if you're listening on Stitcher, if you're listening on... What is the one that you listen to? I listen to it on Podcast Addict. On Podcast but Addict. But you know what? I'm not going to promote that because it's not great. Okay, don't listen to us on Podcast <laughs> Addict. Stitcher. Instead, write to Spotify, put in a request. Which write I try to, to do. Write to Spotify. Uh, no, I've, I keep writing to Spotify. It just, you know, they, they want certain numbers. So tell your friends. Get them to listen as well. Um, Actually, what we might do is um, we can put up a letter template, if you'd like, on the Facebook that you can put in. You can put in your own name and send that email to Spotify so that, you know, we're going to take some of the burden off for you. So, you know, you think, oh, my God, what am I ever going to say to Spotify? Do I say, hello, Mr. Spotify? Don't worry, we'll cover it for you. It's it's dear dudes, actually. Dear dudes, we'll put up a template that you can copy and paste, put in your own name. Feel free to edit it respectfully. Um, and I'm set that off because we would love to get onto Spotify. And by we, I mean these people. I'm a guest, but I'm you're, fighting on their no, team. You're, no you're a special a host. I'm a special host. host. We're not rolling out the carpet for you anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have more shows to kill. But if you want to take a more direct route into uh, helping us out, we do have a Patreon and you can become a patron there for, Yay! it is $1 American a month is the minimum, but five ten. and Wait, 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 that's going to be like $1.30. I don't know if I can afford that 30 cents. Well, depending on fluctuating, like Trump's still president, so it could go down. You know. It could get real cheap, actually. That's right, it could. Uh, so get in early. Uh on there, you will get monthly bonus episodes where we just focus in on top fives. Uh, some of the, the the one that is up there, I know right now is the Muppet episode, which which uh, okay, I'm outing myself as a non Patreon. I know I need to fix that. You did a Muppet episode, yeah? Which musicals need to be cast with the Muppets? Oh my god, that's right. We don't we do, we don't do silly is it ones. Like Looks like ones we that just need got to be asked. Extra dollar yeah. a month. Did, really? did Les Mis at least get brought up in that discussion? You you'll have, have to, you'll have to listen, Patrick. <gasps> what about Miss Saigon putting the Muppets in a helicopter? <laughs> There's no spoilers, Patrick. Oh, there's so many good options. Only because I can't remember what we did. (laughs) I'm going to make a Patreon account and start. I'm going to get the ball rolling, I will say it is super easy. So you just have to sign up, give them Patreon.com or whatever. Yeah, Patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know is our page. And you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. Twitter at musicals teach me. Email us and or Julie at musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. The end. Muppets is such a good idea. We know. That's why we did it. (laughs) It was a very entertaining episode. Okay, I'll look at Yes. My work trip tomorrow is sorted. (laughs) Oh, about 18 minutes of it is sorted. (laughs) I've I've worked very far away from home. This is sad. There's more. All right, well, I have been Zane C. Webber and with me tonight have been... Uh, Tui and Miranda Selwood. (laughs) Tui also makes a guest appearance on... Tui is a one-eyed dog for those playing at home. (laughs) Our patrons know what we're talking about. And... Oh, Patrick Aiken, special guest. And... (laughs) Julie Eisentrager. Regular guest. Host. host. Oh, regular host. (laughs) Oh, goodness me. Oh, my goodness. Watch out for us next week and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.